Welcome to the Aging Project Off Season. I'm Shelley Craft, your host and fellow ager on the same journey as you. I believe it's important to mix things up in life, and that belief extends to this podcast. So, in our very first off season, expect to hear stories from wonderful people who've caught our attention. We want to share real stories that inspire us and get us thinking about our own aging well journey. Thank you so much for listening and being part of the Aging Project community. We're thrilled you have joined us once again. Today we're talking to our Season 1 12-week challenge winner, Robin Hunter. I know many of you will relate and be inspired by her story. Listening to Robin is a reminder about our earlier guests and just how far we've come. Gosh, we have met some amazing people on our Aging Well journey so far, and Robin is one of those. She is a beautiful woman inside and out, and I loved every minute of our conversation. Please welcome the kind-hearted fellow ager, Robin Hunter. It is lovely to finally meet you. It's lovely to meet you too, Shelley. It really is. I've, um, I've looked forward to it. And um, actually seeing your lovely face reminds me of the video I was sent to announce me as the, uh, as the competition winner. I was so excited. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad. Look, we really had no idea what sort of effect the ageing project would have on people. And to read your feedback and, of course, your entry into our first 12-week challenge was, was just beautiful and so inspiring for us to keep going on the mission that we're trying to achieve, which is just to build a community of like-minded people who all want to age well um, and want to do it somewhat gracefully, somewhat disgracefully, but have fun at the same time. <laughs> I'm very I'm very proud to be a part of that community. I've loved the sense of community right from the start with the Aging Project. It's been beautiful. How did you find us, Robin? Well, it's a good story. I was um, I was lounging around on New Year's Day, just recuperating from New Year's Eve, and uh, scrolling on Instagram, and up popped the Aging Project, which looked interesting. So I thought I'd look into it a little bit. And the more I looked into it, the more I liked it. Um, I hesitated a little bit because I thought maybe I'm too old for this, being 61 at the time. But then I thought, no, I still feel like I'm in my 40s or 50s anyway, so <laughs> I'll look further. And um, got all set to start on the 3rd of January. And I've always been, I remember you saying in one of the in one of the podcasts that uh, you talked about fresh starts and each new day could be a fresh start. I've always been very big on New Year's Day being a fresh start. Mm-hmm. And so uh, for years and years I did New Year's resolution lists or then I changed it to New Year's intentions lists because that sounded a little bit less pressure. And then this year, <laughs> for, the time, for the first time I actually didn't do one this year. And then the Aging Project came up and gave it to me anyway. <laughs> you manifested us instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And there have been lots of little things that I've, that I've managed to achieve that I'm really proud of. So it's been great. It sounds like you're already on a, a wellness journey of your own and even if it only started on New Year's Day or starts on New Year's Day every year, it, it seems like you're really conscious of wanting to live a, a good life and a long life. Would that be fair to say? That is fair, Shelley, and part of that uh, comes from losing my mum when she was only 47 and uh, her mum was only 36. They both died of breast cancer. And so... Um, I'd, I'd lived a fair bit of my early adult life thinking that was going to happen to me as well. And I didn't ever imagine myself uh, on a long ageing journey. And it wasn't until I got past 47 
and then following the numerical pattern 58, because I thought 36, 47, 58, if I make it past 58, it's really starting to happen. I'm a and winner. I'm a winner already. I'm a winner. I've done it. <laughs> I've beaten the system. And so um, I think it was only then that I really, in my late, I'd say my middle to late 50s, I started to really embrace the idea that I was going to age, that I was going to have a longer journey than I expected. And it must have been really confronting to even think, okay, well, I only, I only expected I'd live till 36, so I've only planned my life that far. And that must have been the yeah. starting over again. Now what do I do? If, if I get to 37 and, as you say, if I get to 47 or I get to 58, um, yeah. are you really taking it decade by decade? I was, but I'm not, I, I'm, that's eased back now because I just mm. feel like um, uh, I, I feel more confident that, I, that I've got a chance of, of doing two more decades or three more mm. decades. And um, I think I, in my late 50s, I'd started gathering all of those ideas of how I could help that happen. And then I think uh, the ageing project has sort of helped me tidy up all of those ideas and and they make you know they make sense and I feel like I'm being proactive I feel like I'm doing uh, what Dr Vonda talked about leading a healthy vital active joyful life and that's that's oh. really important to me wasn't she just the greatest guest? She was oh, our first. Uh, we kicked off with Dr. Vonda, Series 1. Yeah. And I tell you what, the things that she said, for me too, it was the first time I'd really heard those things explained so succinctly, so easily, um, and so many easy steps that can immediately put, be put into your life rather than reading something and going, oh, well, that sounds like a mission. I'm going to have to get ready for that. I'm going to have to prepare for that. Dr. Yeah. Vonda was just like, yeah, baby, we can do this. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think even, even that little thing of standing on one foot when you're cleaning your teeth, I started doing that and started feeling more positive about, about the steps I was taking. But, yeah, I did think uh, she, she expressed it so well. And I, um, when I went back and listened to her again, I heard things I didn't hear the first time. And one of the things I absolutely loved that I heard was uh, she talked about herself and two other scientists up on a hill, up on a mountain, when they were doing their research back in 2005. And she said it was like they were standing up there calling out, you can be better at any age. <laughs> and I love that. And I thought later that's, that's what the ageing project's doing. It's helping us, giving us the climbing equipment and helping us climb up that mountain so we can be up there on the top with them going, we're better at any age. <laughs> No, she like would that. love to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I loved it, and I also I think that was one of my one of my penny drop moments was in that episode when she said that if you invest daily in your mobility, you 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 won't slow down. You might not slow down until your mid seventies. And when she said that, I thought, "Wow, yay! <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I don't want to slow down yet." <laughs> No, it doesn't look like you're slowing down anytime soon. <laughs> no, no intention. <laughs> but she, she, that was a really, a really important thing to, to be told. And I possibly knew it underneath it all, but being active every day, doing something where you're investing in your mobility every day can make a big difference. 
Well, you've certainly grabbed that bull by the horns because you're not just going for some casual stroll at eight o'clock in the morning, are you? Like no. your, your morning rituals now, which are that, they're such a huge part of your day, setting up your day. Can you talk us through what That's you do cute. the minute you wake up now? A super quick pause in today's conversation. Our hope is that our sister platform, youmusttryit.com, becomes your home of ageing well. It's a collection of our most loved products and a place just for us that we want to build together. Think low-tox skincare, makeup, perfume, supplements, gifts, and so much more. Please join our community by signing up at youmusttryit.com once you're finished listening to today's podcast. Now, back to our conversation. Well, the biggest issue, the biggest thing there to start off is that I wake up at 5.30 now. And I, I remember you saying that, uh, I remember when you were talking to, uh, was it Georgie Coghlan talked about a book that she had, the 5am uh, club. When I first heard that, I thought, 5am, whoa. <laughs> I'm fairly keen on sleeping in. So it's been a big step for me just to wake up at 530 but uh, at least two mornings a week and I'm building it up to more. I think it's one step at a time. I either go to the gym with a lovely group of ladies or I exercise at the beach with a lovely group of ladies. And then afterwards, we go in the ocean. And so we're ocean swimming at sunrise. Oh, and all those it, crazies. I see you here. <laughs> Maybe not you, but a group of very similar like-minded people here in Byron that are out there, you know, 365 days a year in the water. They're so much braver than I am. Well, I've watched those people for the last, oh, for years and years I've watched those people thinking, oh, one day I'd love to do that. And I think um, Amanda posted a quote on very early on that said, if not now, when? And then I thought, hey, <laughs> I've, I've really applied that to getting in the water at, at, when it's really, really cold at 7am in the morning and it's, it's so invigorating and I feel so alive and, and, I, and I wouldn't have done that, I don't think, if I hadn't done the ageing project this year because it can just take a little phrase like that or something that someone, someone says mm-hmm. and it starts a domino effect that can lead to something is so joyful. I absolutely love it. But I'm building up to every day of the week. At the moment, that's, that is a bit hard. And I think I've got to be realistic about those things one step at a time. Well, we are in the depths of winter too. So I think you're forgiven. But yes, <laughs> by January, you know, if you just keep rolling on, I think that's it. Once you get in that rhythm, and, and for me, it's, it's about not breaking that rhythm. And, and my yeah. life kind of, I come and I go and I'm here and I'm there. Um, to find that, that joy or that 7am or 5.30am, whatever it is, and make sure you stick to it. That, that's yeah. a huge commitment really to yourself, isn't it? And I'm so it proud is. of you for doing that. Thank you, Shelley. And that's what it's all about. I mean, that's one of the biggest things I've learned from the Aging Project is putting myself first mm-hmm. and making commitments to myself. I remember you saying as women we, uh, we have trouble prioritising ourselves ahead of all the other people we care about and worry about. And um, it's something I've never been very good at. And I think uh, being the eldest of four children, when my mum died, I stepped into a role of responsibility very early, much earlier than I would have otherwise. And so I've had a long pattern of putting myself way down on the list. And I think uh, the Ageing Project has really given me a good nudge towards moving my, myself up. 
I remember mm-hmm. 10 years ago I heard a quote in the movie The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. The lovely guy in that said he twisted around a well-known phrase and said there's no present like the time rather than there's no time like the present. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, my first thought was, oh, yes, I should be giving uh, more time to my friends and my family. I didn't stop to think, me, (laughs) give myself the gift of some time. And I think that's what the Ageing Project is encouraging us all to do is give yourself that gift. And uh, and then you're able to give, give more to everyone else too, but it's so important to give to yourself and prioritise yourself sometimes. And that's, uh, that's been really uplifting for me. Well, you're giving us the gift of your time today. I'm loving our chat. And I can see in the background there, is that a vision board inspired by the Ageing Project? <laughs> oh, with Shanna's cards. Aren't they fantastic? That's they're just so a great good. motivator. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're wonderful. They're my favourite colour as well as being wonderful. <laughs> yes, that's that right. Weird, so what's on your vision board now? What have you got up there for you? Okay, so in the middle I've got I love mornings because I'm convincing myself that I love early morning. <laughs> it's going to take some time, yeah. <laughs> I've got uh, lots of photos of the water because that's my happy place and I've thought a lot more about that, which is why I get in the water as often as I can now, knowing that that's where I'm, I'm very happy. Um, I've got a, a goal up in the top right. I've been planning on writing a children's book for about 20 years. So I thought maybe, maybe it's time to start. <laughs> and so that's, uh, that's up there. There's I've no got... present like the time. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do more art. I have an easel because I started getting into art last year, which is something I've always intended doing and haven't given myself the time for that either. Um, I've got my grandchildren's names up there because they're very important to me and I am so grateful to be here to be their grandmother. My mum mm. didn't get to do that and she would have been wonderful, so I'm very grateful that, that um, I'm here and I can be and I want to be the best I can be for her and for me. Um, I've got a lovely card up in the middle that a beautiful friend of mine gave me that said, keep shining my my bright and shining star of a friend. And I like to think uh, mm. that I shine a little bit of light into the lives of my family and friends. So that's an important one. And inside it says you're an inspiration. And, gosh, I got such a thrill when people in the Ageing Project community sent me messages like that when I won the competition. It was so beautiful. It was a really you are. You are a true inspiration for us. <laughs> what, what do you think your, your mum, you know, shining down on you now, would think of the way you're living your life? Well, thank you for asking that, Shelley, because I loved that when um, when that was mentioned in when Ronnie Khan said that in a little video. She mm-hmm. she liked to think about what her mum would think, and um, I'd like to think she's really proud of me. Hundred percent, she is. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think she would be experiencing a lot of joy watching me be mm-hmm. such a joyful grandmother. I really do put my heart and soul into it, and she put her heart and soul into being our mum. So. I, uh, she led by by example, <laughs> um, and I think uh, she would love to see me doing the things I'm doing for me because she actually did. Even though she was only here for 47 years, she um, she did uh, set that example. She I remember her starting carpentry in her 40s, <laughs> and she built wow. she built a bookcase for the family. 
So that was impressive. But um, she she did a lot of she did volunteer work. She she sang. She loved singing, and she was a beautiful singer. I love singing, but I'm not necessarily that good at it. But doesn't do it. matter. It doesn't do it. matter. <laughs> And I really enjoy doing it. Um, and she was active. She played golf, which is something I'm trying to do. I wish I'd had Shanna Kennedy's uh, theory on your 10-year-old as self because I would have started golf 10 years ago if I'd been thinking in that way. But anyway, I'll keep trying that one. Um, you have to leave something for the next 40 <laughs> years of your life, don't you? <laughs> you can't do it all at once. <laughs> Yeah, but thank you. Thank you for asking that question, Shelley. That's something I do think about a lot more now um, about my mum. She guides mm. a lot of what I do and who That's I am. That's beautiful. Mm. I love that. But mm. you're your own person as well and you're doing Correct. it for you as well as, for, her, as, well as for your grandkids. See, yeah, you're, still, you're not quite selfish, selfless yet, are you? <laughs> There's still a lot of people riding on you. <laughs> it's a hard place to get to, that one. <laughs> I think one of the big challenges for me was trying new things and I've always been, you know, very, very active. Um, The Manor Yoga Retreat was one of the parts of your your lovely um, challenge win. Had you ever done yoga before? Shelley, I did an introductory course to yoga a few, few years ago, but same, the same as with a lot of things, I just didn't end up uh, finding the time to fit it into my life. Mm-hmm. But I had for quite a few years, I've, I've loved the idea of going to a yoga retreat and I couldn't have started at a better one than that. It was absolutely wonderful. It was beautiful there. In, at um, at, um, at Manor Yoga Retreat, and and Patty was beautiful. Her she's a wonderful yoga instructor. So it was a great. It was a really good big step into mm-hmm. yoga. To take that big step with her was was great. As well as her being a great guide in meditation, I've discovered a lot more about meditation. Meditation as a result of that, and uh, yeah, it's beautiful. So I do oh, both. Wonderful. Now. So oh, you do. Mm. Every day in your ritual as well. Yep. (laughs) And I I meditate every day and I have a daily smoothie now and I've never (laughs) been a smoothie juices kind of girl. (laughs) Right, right, okay. I do every day. Every day I have a smoothie now. So that's um, smoothie, meditation. Uh, There's been a lot of things that I've added into my my day. Oh, my God, who is this woman sitting here in front of us? (laughs) Yes, I'm getting this. We're just talking about it. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Have you been listening to series two by any chance? I have. I have so much so, Shelley. I may add raw broccoli to my daily smoothie. Oh, yeah. Isn't it just? Oh. You know, it's there. It's one of those things that, as you say, you've heard it a hundred times. You know, yeah. you should be doing it, but baby steps. And, you know, a head of raw broccoli a day is a pretty big <laughs> ask. But. <laughs> I started just eating the raw trimmings as I was getting the broccoli ready to cook. I can build up to uh, to more raw broccoli. But no, no, they've been great. I had the most amazing salad the other day. It was a broccoli salad and I thought, okay, I'm going to order it. If someone else prepares it for me, surely it's going to be delicious. But they had thinly sliced the broccoli um, from head to toe, from, you know, leaf to stem, right through in these tiny, like a cabbage almost, like you would for yeah. um, coleslaw, 
And because broccoli can be quite woody, can't it? But this was amazing. And I thought, oh, if I could find the machine that did that for me, yeah, I'd be eating raw broccoli all day long. It was delicious. So don't think you've just got to eat the florets. You can, you know, you've got to you've got to somehow find a way of of making it digestible too. You do. Actually, I've got it. One of my sons is a chef, and I spoke to him about it, and he said he he does a nourishment bowl where he's now Mm. working. And that's exactly the secret, he said, was to thinly shave the broccoli, the cauliflower, whatever you put into it. It's way more digestible, I think. And I wonder if it works the same for chocolate, Robin. I wonder if you just cut your chocolate up really small. (laughs) It doesn't have the same effect. (laughs) You didn't eat a whole block of chocolate. Oh, no, no, no. It was in very thin slices. (laughs) Way too thin, way too thin. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So what do your kids think of all this? Do they think you've gone mad, that this is your your midlife crisis? or? Actually, it's really nice. I think they're all they're all quite thrilled thrilled by it, and um, I've always been one to throw them at the odd helpful quote or a motivating thought or the latest thing that I've read or heard that I found inspiring. I've been always been a little bit that way inclined, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the family will say, "Oh no, don't get us started." <laughs> That's something she's. <laughs> Passionate and interested about what's going to happen. Um, so, um, no, they're, they're, they're really lovely. They're all very, uh, very, 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 you know, oh, to deliver sorry. this information to people because I'm learning, you know, every interview I do, I'm learning so much and I'm madly taking notes and <laughs> uh, my life, you know, has changed completely as well. So I can feel that in your voice when I, when I listen to the podcast, I can hear that. But it's wonderful because you're, you're doing it with uh, enthusiasm, you're doing it with optimism, all the good things, and you're doing it with humour, which I love. And uh, you make it relatable. So it's win-win for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely it is. Oh, we're all on this journey together. As we, we are. <laughs> and it's yeah, wonderful. It's a, it's a really good feeling. And guess what you achieved today? What? Your first interview on a podcast it is. with technology. With <laughs> technology, that's right. <laughs> I faced a big challenge today. <laughs> you sure did. No, we all did and we got there. Oh, Robert, yeah. it's so lovely to have you as part of our community and as you said, I know people have been writing to you as much as they've been been writing to us and I'm thrilled um, that you are having such a wonderful time and such a great journey with us so oh, yeah. far. So, I really am and thank you to you and Amanda for everything that you're doing for we women we're very fortunate that that it's all happening and we're doing it together and it's just such a positive thing to be doing it's our absolute pleasure and you know what next time I jump in the surf at seven o'clock in the morning you know who I'm going to be thinking of (laughs) Robin Hunter she can do it I can do it yes yeah it's not just my toes (laughs) full submersion I'm going in (laughs) you've got to go under a friend has a rule, you've got to go under three times to call it a swim. Oh, so okay. All no right. matter how cold it is, you may get an ice cream headache when you go under. <laughs> oh.
but um, no, it's it's great. Thank you. Thank you, Shelley. Lovely chatting, Robin. We'll catch up Thank soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Firstly, a huge thank you to Robin for being so brave and coming on the show. That in itself deserves a round of applause. You did an amazing job, Robin. I loved hearing your story, your family history of cancer and your determination to carve out a different path for yourself. And wasn't Robin's vision board and penny drop moments really inspiring? It's so wonderful to hear the small changes Robin's been making in her life and, to be honest, the impact that our podcast has had on our community. That makes us so proud. We are tickled pink. I'm also glad you had the opportunity to visit Manor Yoga Retreats and enjoy some rare you time. Thank you to everybody for listening. Until next time, I'm your host, Shelley Craft, and this is the Aging Project Podcast. The Aging Project is brought to you by Poly Studio. They're our go-to team for all things podcasting.